Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash POS for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, June 27th. CNN has obtained audio that pits Donald Trump against himself in the classified documents case and gives us a sense of one of the key pieces of evidence the government has against him. As you no doubt know, former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to dozens of criminal counts related to his handling of classified documents. Now CNN obtained an audio recording that special counsel Jack Smith has possession of that is a critical piece of evidence outlined in the indictment against Trump. On the tape from a July 2021 meeting held at his New Jersey club, former President Trump seems to indicate he was holding a secret Pentagon document with plans to attack Iran. He said was from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley. Let me see that. I'll show you an example. He said that I wanted to attack Iran. Isn't it amazing? I have a big pile of papers. This thing just came up. Look. This was him. They presented me this. This is off the record, but they presented me this. This was him. This was the Defense Department and him. Now, you may recall, CNN was first to report about this meeting And this conversation that former President Trump was having with aides and with some people working on his former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, autobiography. You may then recall that you read a lot of the content of this meeting in the indictment when the former president was presented with the charges against him in court. Now what we are hearing for the first time is an actual audio recording of this meeting. Now remember. Trump was apparently furious at the time over a New Yorker article that said General Milley argued against striking Iran and was concerned Trump would set in motion a full-scale conflict before he left office. That was what CNN had reported previously. That's the context of what Donald Trump is talking to these people in the meeting about. He is in a full-on attempt to push back on this notion put out by General Milley that he was very displeased with. He was basically engaged in a PR war, but clearly doing so with what appears to be classified documents and showing those documents to people who have no authority to see them. Wait a minute, let's see here. (laughs) I just found, isn't that amazing? This totally wins my case, you know. Mm-hmm. Except it is like highly confidential, yeah. <laughs> secret. This is secret information. But look, look at this. You attack, and yeah. see, as president, I could have did less. Yeah. Now I can't, you know, but this is yeah, classified. Now, now, yeah. The special counsel's office declined to comment to CNN about the audio recording, and Trump campaign spokesman Stephen Chung said in a statement that, quote, the audio tape provides context proving once again that President Trump did nothing wrong at all. I'm not quite sure how this audio tape proves that. In fact, the audio recording could undercut 
The former president's claims in an interview last week with Fox News's Brett Baer that he did not have any documents with him. There was no document. That was a massive amount of papers and everything else talking about Iran and other things. And it may have been held up or may not, but that was not a document. I didn't have a document per se. There was nothing to declassify. These were newspaper stories, magazine stories, and articles. And remember, prosecutors allege that this incident was not the only time that Trump showed off the nation's top secrets to people who didn't have proper clearance. The indictment mentions Trump allegedly showed a representative of his PAC, quote, a classified map in late summer of 21 and told that representative that he shouldn't be showing off the map and to not get too close. Today on the campaign trail, before a crowd of Republican women in New Hampshire, Donald Trump returned to a constant theme of his re-election campaign, which is not just draining the swamp, as he's been saying since his 2016 campaign, but this notion of ending what he sees as a weaponization of the Justice Department. But the most important step in truly draining the swamp is to end the weaponization of the Justice Department and the abuse of law enforcement to stop political dissent. One of his opponents, Nikki Haley, his former ambassador to the United Nations, was at an event in Washington, D.C. this morning, and she was asked about the recording and whether or not it disqualifies Donald Trump from serving as president. Here was her answer. In terms of the recording that's happened. We're going to let the courts play that out and do whatever. I have long said anybody that wants to run for president can run for president. I think that's for the people to decide. Clearly a bit of a punt there. We also noticed something of a shift in Ron DeSantis today as it relates to another matter that Jack Smith is looking into. The other ongoing investigation is into Donald Trump's involvement into the events leading up to in the day of the January 6th insurrection at the Capitol. And DeSantis was asked at a New Hampshire town hall today about January 6th. In the past, he kind of suggested he might be open to the notion of uh, potentially pardoning some of the people convicted of January 6th related crimes. Today, he sounded like a candidate who really believes that the incident of January 6th and trying to litigate it continually is something that should be in the rearview mirror for the Republican Party. If this election is about Biden's failures and our vision for the future, we are going to win. If it's about relitigating things that happened two, three years ago, we're going to lose. I have nothing to do with what happened that day. Obviously, I didn't enjoy seeing, you know, what would happen. But we've got to go forward on this stuff. We cannot be looking backwards and be mired in the past. And, of course, it is all of this baggage that Trump carries with him of the ongoing legal investigations, the two one state, one federal indictments that he is now dealing with and fighting back against. We still have to hear from the Georgia case, from Jack Smith's January 6th case. And these cases, you can tell by the court date scheduling, they're just going to completely intersect with this nomination and reelection campaign he's attempting here throughout the next year and a half. That is why many Republicans according to polling, maybe half of Republicans believe that Donald Trump is not the best candidate to sit atop the ballot in 2024 for the GOP. And Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, was on CNBC today. He has been quite a loyal supporter of Donald Trump. He has relied on Donald Trump's help with the 
right-wing MAGA crowd of his conference to even help get him elected speaker. And yet, he does not sound sold on Donald Trump as the best potential candidate in 2024 for his party. Give a listen. Can Trump beat Biden? Yeah, he can beat Biden. You, is that a good thing for the Republican Party if Donald Trump is the... Is the, the Republicans f- get to select their nominee. I think if you want to go sheer policy to policy, it's not good for Republicans, it's good for America. Could he win an election? And, can he and win get, that election? Yeah, he can. You think he can? You, the, the question is, is he the strongest to win the election? I don't know that answer, but can somebody, can anybody beat Biden? Yeah, anybody can beat Biden. Can Biden beat other people? Yes, Biden can beat him. Well, that comment did not go over well in Trump world, as you might imagine. My colleague, Kristen Holmes, heard from many sources uh, who were quite angry, according to her reporting, because they believe Trump was crucial to McCarthy becoming speaker. And they see this as a bit of a finger in the eye of the former president. But the real political fallout here, if there is one to be assessed, and, and we don't know it yet, is how is this impacting voters? How does the Trump legal baggage, the indictments, the drip by drip evidence that we keep hearing about in the documents case, how does that impact Trump's political standing? I want you to hear a little bit of this interview that Ested Herndon of The New York Times did in his podcast, The Run Up, an awesome podcast. I urge you all to give it a listen. He chatted with an evangelical pastor in Iowa named Jesse Newman, and it was in the aftermath of the indictment in the documents case. And I think it's really instructive when you hear what Newman had to say to The New York Times. You know what? Is anyone above the law? No, but there are some ideals that are above the law. And I think the ideal that we look at our politicians and we go, all right, we're not going to start this back and forth where we start jailing our political opponents. And I think that's where we're headed. And that scares me more than whether or not Trump should have given back a piece of paper. What it looks like is political. So here's the thing as we go through this campaign cycle. Two things can be true at the same time. Donald Trump could have acted brazenly, recklessly, perhaps even criminally with the nation's security secrets. And it may not actually be a dispositive point for Republican primary voters in the 2024 race. Keeping those two thoughts together as two things that could be true is an important thing to do as we continue to cover this contest. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.